from the former convent of the Good Shepherd overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City. Welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where you meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and this is Live and Local. It's our podcast dedicated to showcasing the musicians of Upper Manhattan. We talk with them about what they do, and best of all, listen to them perform live in one of our favorite local venues. Today, we are excited to speak with musician Jimmy Delgado. Jimmy is best known for his timbale playing. However, he is well-versed in all elements of Latin percussion. With a career spanning over five decades, he has played with Ray Barreto's big band, Eddie Palmieri, Tito Puente, Harry Belafonte, and many others. His debut album in 2004 uh, was Salsa con Dotsura, but just released a new single, Algún Lugar Bajo el Sol, this past February on his latest album, uh, Mis Mentores, To My Mentors just out now. We are thrilled to have him as a guest today on Live and Local and are thrilled to hear him play live for you now. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Delgado. Was great. Thank you so much for bringing in your instruments. Well, thank you for inviting me. You bet. You bet. How you been? I've been good. Thank you. It's, it's nice to be out, right, and doing something. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> been cooped up for two years. That's right. Well, um, can you tell us what you just played for us? I played the timbales. It's a drum that's that was created in Cuba, and it, it derives from the timpani. And... Um, Tiro Puente is one who made that a very famous drum. And uh, of course, I had the pleasure of working with him many years ago. And uh, he was really an outstanding timbal player. Did you, I'm curious, um, did you start out as a timbalero or was that something you graduated to from playing bongos when you were younger? Um, did you all do it at the same time? Like what, like, what was your inspiration? How did you find your way to it? Well, uh, my cousin had an album entitled. Hard Hands by Ray Barreto, and it featured uh, a great timbalero by the name of Orestes Vilato, and uh, he's in a film called Our Latin Thing, and he's performing there with the Fani All-Stars, and that that really got to me. His playing was so good. I mean, I, I fell in love with the timbales. Wow, that's great. And when did you pick it up? When did you start playing? I started when I was in the seventh grade in the school band. 
See, for those of you who think band geeks, <laughs> nothing comes of it. Case in point here, Jimmy Delgado, all right? Made a whole career out of it. Um, well, uh, I read somewhere that um, your early influences were Nicky Marrero, uh, Andy and Jerry Gonzalez, and Little Ray Romero. Uh, what did you take away from them to help shape um, your playing of the timbales? Well, um, when I was at the uh, East Harlem Music School, it was run by uh, Mr. Johnny Colon. That's where I met Andy and Jerry and Nikki. And Andy, I, I, there was a time that I took bass lessons with Andy Gonzalez. And he would tell me, listen to this record, listen to this other record. And uh, so they sort of guide me, you know, and, and tell me who to listen to, what things to listen to, what not to listen to, you know. So I, I learned from that, from, from them. Could you tell us now who to listen to? <laughs> yeah, a lot of Cuban, old Cuban albums. Of uh, Arsenio Rodriguez, he was a guitar player. He played the the Cuban tres, it's called, and he had a band in Cuba, and it was a really fantastic band. Awesome, awesome. We can find that on Spotify, or iTunes. Where can you find that? I, I think so. <laughs> or, or 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 in a music shop somewhere in vinyl, maybe. Yes. Um. Well. Speaking of influences, uh, I understand you just released a new album this March called. But look at folks, it's a real CD. Uh, you can't if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see it obviously. But I'm holding up uh, mis mentores to my mentors. It's distributed by Primo Discos. Um, How did that come together? Well, it started when the COVID began, and and was kind of bored. And I said, you know, it's time that I do another album. So I I started it that way. And how what what how did you choose the material? Like what like what was the process of choosing what songs? Like did you did you made sure like not too many from one or the other? Try to have a wide diaspora to choose from. Yeah, well, I um I did a concert uh, and I think it, I produced a concert at Lehman Center, and we did a tribute to the the original singer of Eddie Palmieri. His name was Ismael Quintana. And there was a song that uh, Eddie Palmieri recorded. There's two. There's one an early song that he he recorded, and then there's another one. Uh, and I and I turned it into a medley. And that that was one of the songs that we recorded. We we played at Lima Center, which was a a tribute to Ismael. Awesome. And your first single is um, a Tony Bennett cover, correct? Yeah, or, or, Tony, or, or, or you both covered it. Yes, I believe yeah. so. Uh, Tito Rogius was the first one who recorded gotcha. it, and then Tony Bennett uh, recorded it in English. Right, gotcha. And now you brought it back to Spanish. Yes, there you go. <laughs> See how it's very secular. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, although he might not make your mentor list, um, I think a career highlight would be you spent five years playing with Harry Belafonte, right? Yes. I mean, that was a really great experience. I, I, uh, I played three congas. I had the bangles set up on a stand and the timbales. And the good thing about that gig is that I didn't have to carry any of my instruments because it belonged to Harry. So I didn't, yeah, have, guys. To, so I didn't have to carry anything. Everything was set up for me to perform and to do the sound check. So I was happy about that. Heck yeah, Cartage. I mean, for, for those of you who don't know, Cartage is a real deal in the city. When you're schlepping, you're schlepping the percussion from gig to gig. Oh my god, 
<laughs> how, how many subway stairs have you done in oh, your time? Many since Pe- I was sixteen. And people have whole setups, right? I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. it's it's <laughs> Timbala is you're getting off easy compared to yes. some people. Yes. So that was that was a good thing about that that gig with Harry. I think any other gigs that I did or traveled to, I didn't have to carry anything, just my clothes, my my luggage. That's right. it. Right. It was set up for me at on the stage, and it was great. You know, I just had to. I didn't. I didn't have to worry about hurting myself carrying my right. instruments. How about the How about the, the music itself? Like the, any 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 fond memories from playing? It, it was very interesting. Um, how Harry interacted with the audience. It was it was awesome. I learned a lot from him, and he comes from theater, so he, he's a showman. Yeah. So it was it was interesting how he performed and how the band performed behind him. How we backed them up. The big sound. Um, or well, it was a smaller band that, that I was in. I was there for five years. I was. They had a guitar player, a, ge- a, a keyboard player, a drummer, a bass player, and two backup vocalists. Okay, so it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It wasn't really that okay. big. So it wasn't like a big band kind of thing supporting no. him. Gotcha. But it was interesting, and it was and it was good, and it was good music, and it was it was nice. I enjoyed it. Well, uh, you also spent a lot of time with Tito Puente. Uh, uh, didn't you play on and off with him? And, yeah, and, and, I mean, and, I was sub for recording. yeah, I was sub for for Johnny Rodriguez, who was the uh, the band leader, if you if you will. Who, when he couldn't make it, he would call me to cover for him. So it, that was a great. It's a good expression. phone call to get. Oh yeah, <laughs> I always enjoyed you know subbing for Johnny because I got to play with Tito Puente. And what you talking? Did you tell me before you were playing with the Blue Note? When his, his, uh, yeah, that was the last time that I that I played with Tito was at the Blue Note. It was a, I think it was in February of two thousand, and that was the last time that I played with Tito Puente. Well, well, I it's it's you've seen a lot over the years, and I've witnessed a lot of people and groups come and go. How has um, Latin jazz changed uh, in the in the in the time span from when you came out to where it is now? Uh, I think Latin jazz has expanded. It has grown. It, it gained a a, bat, a fan base. Uh, because when I started out, the Latin jazz wasn't so popular as, as it is now. So, yeah, it it has grown. Yeah, I would yeah, say that. I think so too. The internet's helped quite a bit yes. too. Yes. And uh, and also I think Amer- America itself has gotten more bilingual as yes. well, which I think has helped and people. Hopefully, cultures are clashing and, and creating <laughs> in a good way, right? Yes, of course, absolutely. You know, and so yeah. brings brings some more love to all the communities. Um, are there any particular? I know you mentioned uh, some of your influence before, but are there any particular young players out now you, you you've caught and you you dig? Wow, there's a there's a lot of young timbaleros out there that are very good. I mean, they're. I mean, I'm I'm not an uh, an arranger. I don't can't sit down on a piano and. Sure. and uh, but there, there are a few out there who are really studying music and theory and all that, and and they're very good, and their chops are really good. So there's a lot of guys out there who are really taking it to that next level. And are there any advice to anybody seeking out to who perhaps doesn't have the background who wants to get into it? Like, I think like, uh, you, know, you had schools you went to as well. And yes. You, so do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, I, I would advise any young player to to listen to a lot of the the old stuff, you know, old recordings and, and learn who the musicians were. And um, everything is not about speed, it's about swing. I think that's what I believe. 
you know, everybody wants to be technically like a, a musician, and you know, and it's not like that. You gotta be, you gotta know how to play with the rest of the of the band, and not to pl not play too loud, or 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 try to show off. It's not about that. It's about music. You're playing music because of music, not because you want to show off and think you could imitate Tito Puente or, or anybody like that. It's about music. So you can't, you know, you can't put your ego out there. You got to just think about how the music is going to sound and how you can contribute to making it sound nice and, and, and pleasant. Great advice. Be a part of the band. Don't be, be the band. Exactly. Cool. Um, now that things are hopefully opening up a bit, you have this new album out. Are you going to go play live? Are you going to set anything up to get to help get the music out there? Because the music industry has really changed, uh, you know, <laughs> the it past 20 years, too. It's like, yeah, you know, people has. are most making their bank by playing out, playing, gigging out instead of, you know, record sales so much. So just curious if you have any plans for the summer or uh, or later in the year. To I, I believe next year we're planning to do a concert at Lehman Center. Okay. See how that turns out. And. What, whoever wants to hire the band, you know, the, the, the music speaks for itself. It's very danceable, and uh, it's good music. Well, folks, the album, again, is called A Mis Mentores, Jimmy Delgado. Uh, it's available uh, through Primo Discos, and uh, it'll probably you can probably stream it too, right? Yeah, it's on all the platforms. There you go, folks. There you go. Mm -hmm. Well, Jimmy, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Likewise. Uh, before we say goodbye, where can people go to find out more about your current and forthcoming projects? Well, they can uh, go to my Facebook page. It's, it's Jimmy Delgado Salsa. And you can you know, go in there and you can see a lot of old photos that I have there as well. Awesome. Well, folks, do yourself a, a it's a pleasure listening to this new album. I've listened to it. It's on YouTube as well. I listen to the yes. tracks on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. It'll get you up dancing. It'll make you feel good. <laughs> it will. <laughs> well, listeners, uh, you can find um, the description, uh, a link to the description in this episode of uh, of Jimmy's Facebook page. Uh, thank you again, Jimmy, for joining me. Well, thank you. On this uh, special edition of live and local here on Inwood Artworks On Air. And again, it's where we meet the musicians, uh, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes who make their home here in Upper Manhattan. If you have a moment, please show us some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Many thanks to Church of Good Shepherd,